Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. Okay folks, JD back, March is rolling, Uh, the madness has been great so far folks, uh, Let's look at Sunday's matchups. I was really, really excited about a lot of these games. I wanted to start with the early game. Houston getting it done over Illinois. A lot of people had Illinois in this one. Houston battled. I think the biggest thing was Illinois had momentum going into half, even though they were down four at the time, because they hit a buzzer beater three. But Houston came out of the second half hot, and they did so starting with their defense, cleaning things up around the rim. I thought spacing was great for Houston. Uh, Driving kicks, people knocking down shots. I have a lot to say about this Moore kid. Uh, The guard for them, 21 points in the ball game, shooting over 50% from the field in this one. And Illinois, guys, they have solid bigs. You have to beat them to the boards, box out and push, because this is a team that is capable of offensive rebounds, keeping possessions alive. And I thought Houston did a great, great job down the stretch in this ballgame, you know, limiting Illinois offensively, playing team defense, gang defense, as I call it, because, you know, everyone helping in the paint. It's not just individuals guarding one another, but uh, help on the weak side, everyone playing their part in that defense and a lot to be said about Houston and they're making noise they really are advancing over the Villanova Wildcats beating Ohio State and Nova yes I have them winning the whole thing reason being guys is they have a lot of guys that can create their own we know it all starts with Colin Gillespie but Samuels Moore you know these guys play at a high clip Dixon gets major minutes for them and uh Beating Ohio State by 10 is a big deal. We know EJ Lytle is a great, great player, but he cannot beat Villanova by himself. He needed others to step up big. Villanova and Jay Wright's system has been working for a number of years, and they just keep playing. When you go to Villanova, guys, you buy into team basketball. I talked about this last week in depth. That's why we are sports in-depth. But Jay Wright talks to all these guys like they're equal. There's no star. There's no one who gets that star treatment where they have the green light no matter what. Open shot wins ball games. Diving for loose balls wins games. That is what Jay Wright is all about. And that's why I think he's one of the best coaches this game has ever seen. I know... People talk about Coach K, they talk about Roy Williams, John Calipari, and the list goes on and on, but Jay Wright is so, so good at also keeping guys around. Villanova is not really a one-and-done school, guys. When guys commit here, they are here for two years minimum for the most part. Of course, there are exceptions to the rule, but Kentucky, Duke, UNC, Even Auburn, as we see this year, a lot of one-and-done guys. And I think growth within a program is huge, folks. And when I talk about growth, one-and-done, you're not playing with each other. You're not gelling for a long period of time. Villanova, guys stick around, and there are leaders 
that lead with their voice and their play down the stretch, as we've seen with Colin Gillespie and we've seen with many Villanova guards over the last five to ten years. I have a lot to say about this program. When I pick Villanova to win this whole thing, guys, I pick them because they are a team, T-E-A-M, and the best team in the country at getting each other involved. And I always mention in the NBA and in college basketball, folks, the greatest players, guys, make those around them better. And that's what everyone does at Villanova. No one's trying to drop 20, 25, and be the man. Colin Gillespie is okay if he has seven points and Villanova wins the ballgame. That tells you a lot about what they buy into here with the Wildcats. Um, it's truly amazing. It was a no-doubter having Villanova in my Final Four. People think I'm bugging a little bit having them win the whole thing, but we'll see. And just a lot to be said about how they play basketball. Bob Huggins said it best, joining Candace Parker and the crew on Inside March Madness, saying, Jay Wright does a great job with his program. And to get that credibility from another great head coach means a lot. Command of that locker room, command of the program, everyone buying in for a common goal, folks. Villanova is a team that has succeeded for a long period of time, and this is why. So, uh, go Cats. Transitioning over, Duke Blue Devils beating Michigan State. Michigan State was up late, folks. Coach K on the sideline screaming for a minute. But at the end of the game, there was so much respect between Coach K and Tom Izzo. Two phenomenal coaches. Two coaches that changed the game forever. I truly think that Duke overcame a lot. We know Ben Caro's outstanding. We know Roach has been stepping up big time and that Coach K has trust in the young man. But what I really have to say about Duke and Coach K is that Coach K acknowledges that these young guys got it done. They got it done on Sunday. Pressure wasn't too big. The moment was not too large. And that's the biggest thing about Duke guys down the stretch. We know they're in close games. But the question now is, are they going to get it done in close games? They proved on Sunday that they can win the whole thing, folks. Coach K now goes to another Sweet 16, and it's just remarkable. His resume speaks for itself. But the thing about Duke here is everyone, and I mean everyone, contributes on the offensive and defensive end. Look at Mark Williams, their center. Offensive boards, defensive boards, keeping possessions alive. We know Ben Caro can create his own. We know he can finish around the cup. We know he can even knock down the three ball at times. But it's about a collective group here with Duke, kind of like Villanova that I just mentioned. Teams that go far in the month of March because they get it done at both ends of the floor. You need that clutch gene in March too. You know, that three roach knockdown was absolutely big time. I was pumped. I was jumping out of my seat on a lazy Sunday. But I am really, really high on Duke. We know I have Villanova winning the whole thing. But I have Duke in my Final Four, and that is why. Let's talk about Iowa State beating Wisconsin. Everyone knows, friends, family, that I'm a huge Johnny Davis guy. 
Wisconsin basketball is a great brand of basketball, but Iowa State came into this game hot, real hot, you know, and I thought defense really won this game. It was a low-scoring game. Iowa State had 11 offensive boards. That really stood out to me, keeping possessions alive, especially against a team that's better than you. In this case, guys, the better team lost the basketball game, but that is March for you, and that's why we love it so dang much. And I uh, can't wait to see those guys in the Sweet 16 uh, next weekend. It's just going to be tremendous. Notre Dame, Texas Tech. Notre Dame came up short, but a great, great run winning two games. I think they're a collective group. I always mention that with Notre Dame, they only play seven guys. Um, with Texas Tech, they rotate guys in and out. They're 10-11 deep. And that was the difference here, in my opinion. I really thought Kevin O'Banner played good, good basketball from a scoring perspective and a rebounding perspective, because we know that in March, heroes are not just scorers. They are guys who do the dirty work. And Kevin O'Banner, the transfer from Oral Roberts, just stepping up big. And I thought, with it being tight at half within one point, Texas Tech was able to step on the gas pedal late. And they were able to defend at a high, high clip. I think Texas Tech is one of the deepest teams, folks, in all of college basketball. I think Duke has a tall, tall task trying to beat Texas Tech in a few days. It is going to be remarkable. I think that game is the must-see game of the long weekend. It is going to be truly amazing. I have Duke in that one, but Texas Tech impressing me year after year making runs in the tournament. Let's see if they could get over the hump. I'm going to talk about the Miami Hurricanes. Shout out, Air. Love your brother. Your team got it done against Auburn. And yes, I'll eat it. I had Auburn in my final four. It's okay. I'm fourth as of now in my bracket challenge. But Miami played hard. Miami played very, very hard. And they forced turnovers. That is big. Jabari Smith is an absolute phenomenon. For Auburn, but he had a bad game, and Miami plays tough defense that leads to great offense. We know they score in transition. We know they don't shy away from open shots or contested shots, guys that can fade away and knock it down. Miami really impressed me. I only caught a few Miami games, guys, this year, and I'm really, really happy to see them gel here postseason time, you know, NCAA bracket, because they play basketball at a really, really high clip, and they play as a team. You know, I really like this kid, Isaiah Wong, I'll be honest, 21 points in a ball game, really the standout to me, can take it to the cup, finishes around the rim through contact, a lot to be said about this young man, and they advance, they sure do. I'm going to finish off college basketball segment here today talking about the OT finish with Arizona beating TCU. I want to talk about Matherin because I think he is, if not the best, the second best player in the country. He had 30 points, knocked down a big time three at the end of regulation. Kid can flat out play. And Arizona, they get everyone involved in that offensive flow. Yes, they have a few guys that can, you know, just take their man to the cup without a screen and everyone's sitting around watching. But when it's time for them to knock down open shots 
or catch a lob around the rim. They do so. A lot of people have Arizona winning the whole thing, folks. And I do not disagree with those people. I do not have them in my Final Four. But I truly think they showed what they were made of on Sunday night. And props to TCU, folks. I'm giving them a round of applause here in the studio. Excellent effort. I thought they came out and competed really, really hard. You know, to force that game to OT, to be down a few buckets and come back. Offensive rebounds, putbacks, a lot to be said. That was one of my favorite college basketball games of the weekend. And it was a great way to cap off the weekend being the final game. But Thursday, we start back up. And we start back up with some of the best teams left in the country. And we know that I'm going to run down the predictions right here for us quick. Early and often, let's get it. On Thursday, Gonzaga plays Arkansas. Zags are going to win. Nova against Michigan. Nova's going to win. Duke against Texas Tech. Duke all day. Shout out Coach K. Arizona against Houston. I have an upset here. Houston wins the ball game in a tight one. St. Peter's against Purdue. St. Peter's has been the Cinderella story thus far beating Kentucky, showing what they're truly made of, and winning another game. I have it ending there, though. Purdue, on Friday, takes them out. Providence against Kansas. I have an upset here. Providence wins the ball game. UCLA, UNC. UCLA all day. Shout out Coach Mick. Love you, brother. And Iowa State, Miami. Iowa State. Let's go. I hope everyone enjoyed today's episode. March is rocking and rolling. More about the tournament next week. And uh, love y'all. Everyone enjoy. And best of luck on your brackets. Let's go. J.D. out.